Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. How to create high quality SEO content? It's very important because if you have no quality, you can't get results. Google needs super quality content that much better than competitors have. And I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Christopher John Benitez. How are you? Hi, Anatoly. Thanks for having me. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, Christopher, before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why I see 10, almost 11 p.m. on your backside. <laughs> yeah, I'm based from the Philippines, so it's 10.57 here in the evening. And I've been a, a content writer for, I think, almost 17 years already. So I started writing... In 2006, if you're familiar with article directory sites, so I started writing from there and I worked my way up learning about SEO, writing uh, content that uh, Google and other search engines love. And so I reached a point where I've been a freelance writer and I'm very grateful for the opportunities that I've had. And yeah, I've been an SEO writer ever since. Nice, nice. Okay, you mentioned this word love. Uh, I think it's important. You know, when Google loves your content, when social media loves your content, because without love, without passion, it's hard to get results. Even great writers uh, can't get results because uh, they can do something for the sake of having it or uh, getting the task, but it doesn't work today. It's important to leave something more in your content. Can you tell more about love? How to share love in your SEO content? Well, first of all, content isn't just about creating it for Google. You have to create it for an audience because it is true an, an audience. As long as you create high quality content for your audience, you'll be able to get the attention of Google. And that from there, it'll rank your page or the content for your target keywords. So from there, it's important to keep that in mind. And second of all, you need to learn how to communicate your ideas properly in your content. So you have to write well. You have to use the right tools to, for the job. And you also have to really uh, commit yourself into the research of content and provide the necessary information for your audience so that they will uh, get uh, a better understanding of what the topic is all about and they will be grateful for it. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, by the way, we got the question from Dr. Uh, Marcia Thomas Powell. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm interested about that as well. A great question. Because, you know, many years ago, like 10 years ago, I had a team, uh, a team of copywriters who wrote about anything. All topics, I gave them uh, weight loss, finance, anything. They wrote, Google ranked well, then things change. Because uh, today I pay more attention to experience. When people know the topic, when they can research before writing uh, any context, can you tell how it's important research? Uh, how uh, well, and what SEO writer means today? Because you know, uh, I think Google uh, has this uh, algorithm EEAT, ex expertise, experience, authority, trust, and uh, it's not only about Google. Users wanna get content from experts. It's the same. I don't know. Like for example, if I get flu. I'm not interested to read any article from copywriters who just rewrite. AI tools can do it today, you know. But I'm exactly. interested to get content from doctors 
who spent many years to get this experience, who can help me to lead in the right direction. So can you tell about importance of SEO writing? I mean, like to write for a human being and uh, optimize for search engines. Yeah, so basically you hit the nail in the head there. Uh, SEO, con SEO writing is about creating content that not only readers would love to read, but also uh, gives the best chance for that uh, content to rank on search engines. So you have to balance both what the audience wants and what the search engine wants. So this is different from different uh, writing jobs. So for example, with copywriting, you write a, a copy, compelling copy to convert people into an audience or to get them to, uh, rather customers or to get them to sign up to something. Whereas SEO content is merely to communicate uh, your ideas and then uh, get them to rank on search engines so that you'll get more traffic from your website. And so you also touched upon the topic of EEAT, which is expertise, authority, trust, and then you want this experience. So that's a very integral part of content writing or SEO content writing in this case, because like what you mentioned, you just don't hire a writer to talk about a topic that that writer doesn't understand. You have to consider other factors like expertise, uh, the authority of that writer about the topic. So you have to consider those things in order for for you to get the best content for your website. And from there also, uh, the writer will be able to provide uh, his or her experience about the topic. And that also increases the value of the content once it's published on your site. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Uh, we have one more question about the right tools. Uh, uh, today, I think everyone knows about ChatGPT, uh, probably other AI tools. But I'm interested about how to use uh, these tools, right? ChatGPT, any other AI, AI tool or any other tools uh, that can help with writing, to with spelling, with grammar, any other stuff. Because, you know, I see when people use uh, tools in the wrong way. Just, for example, on AI, they can submit generic questions to get generic answers. But thousand others can do it the same you know so uh, you will compete with thousand other generic answers uh, it's not quality so any insights about great tools that can help to create high quality content and how to use them right well since we already brought up uh, chat GPT that's one of the actually one of the very better tools best tools in the market as far as content writing is concerned I know it's uh it's used for other purposes but for content writing, it's very good for uh, building ideas for your content, uh, outlining, creating meta descriptions, uh, brainstorming titles. But the problem with ChatGTP is that people use that to write content in itself, which is, I think, as a writer, I, <laughs> I feel offended by it because as far as if you look at the quality of ChatGPT, it's very generic, very basic, and very robotic. So. Uh, using it as a tool to help you write better is the way to go. And uh, as far as other tools are concerned, aside from AI tools, there are other SEO tools that will help you create better content that will not only get the page, uh, your content to rank on Google, but also get readers to read them. So one of those tools, uh, Surfer SEO, if you're familiar with that, basically what the tool does is that it scrapes Google for terms and keywords that you need to include in the article as well as, well as the structure of the content. So the goal here is that 
your content you want your content to be uh, fashioned according to the top ranking pages so if you write your content based on the pages that are already ranking for your target keyword there's a great chance that your content will also rank so that's one of the better tools there are other tools similar to surfer seo like phrase market news and others so th literally there's a lot of choices out there and also personally uh, i use grammarly too grammarly premium in particular so it helps uh, once you write the content you want to edit it as well so grammarly kind of helps me edit as uh edit the content while writing and after that i'll read again the content with the help of grammarly it will uh, edit i can easily edit it even more so those are the two tools that i primarily use nice nice yeah i know all these tools they are great they can help a lot and uh you know, uh, I'm interested uh, about researching, uh, about uh, deep research before writing any content. Uh, and we have a comment uh, about research makes or breaks out uh, our content. So can you tell more about that? Because, you know, uh, before writing, we need to understand who will consume this content, uh, our audience, and uh, what I see when people... Uh, provide generic research like using chat gpt you know to ask generic questions for example they open semrush ihrefs any other tools uh, keyword planner and then uh find high volume keywords and think wow i can get a lot of traffic i need these keywords yeah. but it's hard it's really hard in the first you need to compete with websites like wikipedia many others in the second it doesn't mean that you can sell by having these keywords in the top 10 so it's hard to get this keyword and it's hard to sell with these keywords can you tell about researching how to research audience before creating content well first of all research is a very important part of content writing without research it's just like it's gonna sound like the content you'll, you'll write will just sound like any other content spit out there it's very generic so having established research first it's very important to create an outline for your content. So from there, you'll be able to determine what you will discuss, what the topics you will mention in the article. And from there, you'll be able to piece together a cohesive uh, content that people would want to read. Now, next part of the research is also to apply yourself into the article. So by saying that, what I mean is to uh, give your own experiences about the topic, uh, get case studies, statistics that will support your argument, and if you can, you can also get uh, examples of studies like uh, that that helps uh, communicate your ideas to your audience. So, for example, if you want to talk about, like, for example, content marketing, you need to give statistics as to why content marketing is effective, and to also give examples of brands or companies. Or if you have experience in content marketing, you tell your story to your audience as to why it is effective. So, those are just some of the the things that you consider when you do your research you also have to again fly yourself uh get uh share experiences if you have or if not you can get other people that are published online to to communicate their uh experiences so that people would understand what you're trying to say in your content mm -hmm. yeah valuable valuable uh and you know uh, you remind me the quote that the era of lazy marketers is that now when you uh don't provide uh, don't spend enough time by researching your audience it's really hard to get any result 
And we have another great question from AXA. I'm sorry if I don't pronounce correct way, but uh, AXA uh, uh, is asking about a great way to start with a new niche. You know, it's for me, it's very important because uh, uh, when I get new clients in uh, crypto, Forex or any other niche, I spend time by researching about uh, how it works, how this product can help. So, for example, if I promote website about crypto, I need to learn crypto trading, crypto investing, uh, uh, fluctuations, uh, violations, many other technical analysis experts, because I know if I understand how it works, then I can market in the right way. What about writing? Can you tell how to start uh, in a new niche if you don't know anything about that? Well, I assume that the question is about if you are to build a niche site. So I guess as a content writer, I've also had experience in uh, researching for different niches and creating websites for those. So first of all, you need to understand the niche by by researching for keywords uh, about the topic. So you type in the seed keyword on your preferred keyword tool like Arefs. Uh, SEMrush or whatever. So from there, you'll have an idea on what the keywords or the topics that you can write about in your content. It also shows you the search volume and the keyword difficulty. So both factors help you decide which among the keywords that you should target for. So ideally, you want to target uh, keywords with that people search for, but also have low difficulty, meaning those are underserved on search engines. So you, by creating content that fills in the gap, uh, you'll be able to create a website that will rank on Google eventually. So from there, the goal is to find as many keywords as possible. So nowadays, it's not enough to just write a few articles and then expect Google to rank them, even though they're good. Because nowadays, you have to also consider topic relevancy. But by that, I mean, you have to write as you have to exhaust the topic uh, by writing as many angles about the topic as you can. And from there, Google will be able to see your website as an authority because once you cover the topic uh, completely uh, google will notice that and it will say that oh this topic is about x so i i guess that i should rank the keyword i should rank the website for these keywords because it covers it extensively so it goes back to the eeat concept that google is trying to uh, impart to publishers so by establishing authority by way of covering content using the target keywords that you research, you'll be able to rank your website uh, higher in search and get more uh, readers as a result. Nice, nice. Uh, you know, uh, you mentioned uh, about EEAT again. And uh, in my SEO course, uh, Lily Ray uh, shared a checklist uh, of EEAT parameters uh, plus 40 parameters, how to analyze this metric. Uh, it's important. Uh, it doesn't cost a lot, guys. You can take this course for $10, $20 because plus uh, 60 lessons uh, are there. So from great experts like Mike Phillips, Jeff Coyle, uh, and uh, including Lily Ray. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's important to learn before creating content. And uh, it helps me to find great offers because uh, uh, for me, it's important uh, to cooperate with specialists who can create uh, content that will rank, uh, then uh, trying to uh, medium level or low level writers. I think AI can replace all of them, you know, today. And I want to get back to AI. You know, um, 
can you, uh, do you use some prompts by using AI and uh, can you tell your balance? I mean, like uh, between manual writing and using AI because people share different ratios. Some can use uh, 20% of AI writing, 80% writing manually. Uh, others can do uh, vice versa, like 80% of generating text and just to add data, insights, to edit. Uh, for me, I don't like to write with AI because I usually write some drafts and uh, ask ChatGPT, please help me with editing. So <laughs> when uh, ChatGPT can edit, I can get really good stuff. So can you tell your ratio how to use uh, AI tools? Because, you know, um, even on my website, my company, uh, we uh, created our AI tool that can help to create uh, content for all website pages. Uh, and it's called golden button, guys. It's not golden button. You know, it's only uh, uh, help, you know, to create content at scale for all website pages, but you need to edit. So any insights about uh, the right editing of AI content? Well, uh, as mentioned earlier, AI content, if you just use uh, like ChatGPT to create content, like from the prompt, write an article about quote unquote, whatever topic that you want, it will spit out very generic articles. So uh, I'm on the same boat as you in the sense that I don't use AI just to have it produce content for me. So as a writer, I take pride in creating content that I believe uh, will rank on Google but also and also get my target audience to read it. So I use AI, I guess, 20% of the, what I write at most. Uh, I use AI to create the prompts, create the outline. Uh, create ideas, come up with ideas for the topic, uh, meta description, and just find different ways or angles to, to tackle the article as a whole. But I don't, and from the ideas that they generate, the chat GPT and other tools, I'll just uh, rewrite it on my own words in the way that I understand it so that I don't compromise the content based on how I want it to turn out because I don't want to rely, again, I don't want to rely on chat GPT and other AI tools for that. Since I'm a writer, it has to come from me. And so that's that's how I see things in terms of uh, placing myself with AI as a writer. Because I know that AI is very important and a lot of agencies out there, a lot of clients also are leaning towards using AI in, instead of writers. But at the same time, they also need, again, going back to the authority and the expertise. Uh, writers still have a place in, in this uh, digital world. So... Uh, we have to just uh, ramp up our games and also move up, level up, basically. Learn more skills and uh, really uh, learn about the topic before we write them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to ask about writing non-boring content. Uh, the reason why I'm asking about that because I see when writers create boring content. But people bounce fast. Uh, according to data people read 5% of all books. So 95% are ignored. So they can read just the intro and skip it. It's the same with video content. 80% uh, of people uh, leave videos on YouTube in the first 20 seconds because it's boring, you know. But when I open video from, I don't know, like Mr. Beast, you know, for me, I can't skip it. Uh, you know, he can get my attention. He cooked me and I watch until the end. If I take any book from Jack London, 
I can't skip it. I can read. I can forget about meal, water, anything because I can live on this book. It's like adventure. Uh, and once I spoke with Jim Edwards. Uh, he worked in Business Insider 10 years and he told me their success depends on creating non-boring content. Uh, business Insider uh, shares uh, about business niche uh, that's boring, you know, in most cases. But uh, Business Insider uh, found the way how to create non-boring content. That's why company was sold for $500 million, thousand uh, employees, uh, great success. But... Uh, I think it's important for any content creators to uh, leave something non-boring to engage the audience. Can you tell how to do it, how to create non-boring content? Well, the way that I approach uh, creating content in the most interesting way is to really uh, dig deep into the pain points of the writers about the, uh, the audience about the topic. So I have to identify what they want to learn from the topic. Why do you want to learn it? So basically, this is where the pain points come in. So identifying those pain points, you want to get the readers to understand and while reading the article and make them say to themselves, this guy understands what I'm feeling right now. So I have to keep reading in, in order for me to solve my problem that this guy is trying to say. So that's what I want people to feel when I'm when uh, they're reading my content and I try my best to also communicate that to them. So by getting them to hook and by getting uh, the readers from that angle, it's much easier to present your ideas in a way that they will be compelled to read until the end. So uh, that's pretty much how I approach writing in terms of getting them to get their interests. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, okay, uh, can you tell how to retain uh, audience longer? For example, if someone open, uh, opens uh, a new website and if we have this high bounce rate, it's important to hook them and retain until then. Because according uh, to the book that was written 40 years ago, Josh Sugarman wrote this book, awesome book. Uh, and uh, even though before digital, uh, he uh, explained how it's important to retain customers, readers. If you retain them, then the uh, the chance of selling will increase a lot. So can you tell how to retain? I mean, like how to give them a strong reason, okay, don't uh, keep reading because most blog posts uh, like have plus 2,000 words, 1,000 uh, words. So any insights how to retain them longer? Well, in my experience, uh, I believe that uh, readers uh, look at the content, not just read the words, but just scan the content, look at the structure and see how it looks like. So you've had lots of words, no images, no videos, no whatsoever, just block of text, wall of text. They'll just bounce away from it easily. So you have to structure your content by adding visuals, providing them with uh, ways to breathe from the content so they don't just get immersed with the content or the words rather, because too much words, they'll just bounce away. So add images, add videos, uh, add like uh, bucket brigades, or it's a copywriting technique where you just write short sentences and just get them back into the content. So all these factors you have to consider when writing content, because I, because believe it or not, content writing is not just about writing. It also has about uh, structuring uh, your ideas, the content, using different elements 
to engage readers and get them to read your content all the way down and get them to uh, do whatever you want them to do, like your CTA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, can you share some examples of uh, bucket brigades, uh, how, how you mentioned that? Because I, I know some of them, but uh, probably you know more them. <laughs> yeah. So, for example, bucket brigades, they help you, uh, they help uh, readers get uh, into the article by because most articles they just uh, state facts uh, like uh, like bullet points and what whatnot, but that's not how bucket brigades work. So here's the thing: bucket brigades, uh, for example, if I were to say uh, content marketing is a good technique to acquire uh, audiences and uh, or to acquire clients or acquire customers, but here's the thing. It's hard to do. So the, the, the bucket brigaders, here's the thing. So those kinds of uh, lines, those kinds of uh, sentences and phrases used and uh, scattered in the article, it helps readers uh, pull them back into what you're trying to say. So you state facts and then you sprinkle them with bucket brigades, not all the time, but in, all, in parts where it makes sense so that you don't lose them and then they don't bounce, bounce away from your content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, I found that most uh, of my customers have no experience with writing. And I think writing is a, is art, you know. Yeah, you need to uh, develop, update these skills if you want to go ahead. And my loving book uh, written by Jack London, uh, Martin Eden, about the guy who didn't have education, but he did two things. He uh read a lot and he uh wrote a lot you know yeah it's the same like uh stephen king share two secrets how to improve writing skills you need to read a lot you need to write a lot that's it nothing else you know uh, the best two things that can help can you tell about uh your methods uh for example uh uh if someone you know uh, uh i, I want to ask about how to develop these skills from scratch uh, in order to hire the right people. You know, for example, I found when my clients understand SEO, then we can get better results because they understand uh, why it's important to create high quality content, uh, why it's important to uh, acquire uh, white hat uh, links, you know, backlinks, uh, relevant links, uh, and uh, how it's important to uh, have uh, site speed, you know, many other parameters. But uh, I think it's the same with writing. If your customers can write, they can understand the quality of writing. Uh, can you tell how to develop these skills from scratch? For example, if someone has no experience, but he needs to hire great writers to understand the quality of getting information. Right. So there are lots of levels to what you, you said. So I guess let's let's first say if you if you want to become a writer, here's the, here are the things that you can do. Number one, again, you have to read a lot. You have to write a lot. So it's only through practice that you'll be able to develop the skill that you want to develop, which is in this case, writing well. It's not just writing about stuff that you want to talk about. It's also writing about stuff that you don't want to talk about, you're not familiar with, but you want to learn how to do them. You want to learn how to tell the story to your audience. So from writing constantly and reading books about the topics that you want to write about, or at least the client gives you, you'll be able to develop a system or a process 
that will allow you to write consistently even though you're not as familiar with the topic as possible. Or in this case, mm -hmm. you're not really that familiar at all. So aside from that, another level is that if you are to hire client or writers for your agency, uh, I guess the best approach here is to ask them what they can do for you as a writer. For example, for if you, if I were the client, if I were to ask a client a writer for for uh, for a job, I would ask that person for X amount. For for example, five hundred dollars a month. How what will you do? Uh, for that amount for me in a month. So with that question, uh, you give the writer an opportunity to explain him or herself about the, 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 the task that you can do. It also allows them to be more proactive with, with the job. So they're not going to just expect that you give them the job or rather give them topics to write about and then they'll just wait for whatever. It also, by, the, by asking them that question, you'll you also uh, encourage them to think for themselves and then to be, like what I said, more proactive with the tasks that they want to do for you as content writers. So it, it, it's, uh, it goes both ways. You give them tasks, but they also have to give something to you in order for them to, to uh, justify themselves as writers for you. Mm -hmm. And can you tell how to give the right task? Yeah, you know, because uh, what I see when... Uh, we can, for example, uh, to limit writers with a lot of uh, restrictions. Please don't write about that. Don't use these keywords or use these keywords. I don't know. Uh, or uh, we can uh, give freedom, you know, provide your creativity, experience. So can you tell how to find the balance uh, with restrictions and uh, to uh, ask writers about to be creative and use own experience to create to write uh, great text i think uh editorial guidelines are very important regardless of the skill level of the writer so you have to have established content guidelines that the writer will follow uh whether he's an expert or not so the the guidelines should cover like the formatting how you want the content to be written a certain way so the headings you have to include how uh, they would format the content where to get the images, stuff like that. So it's not, uh, some writers already know these, these stuff. So you may not have to share it with them, especially if you see their, uh, their sample works, everything is formatted the way that you want it to be. So just, it's easier for you on your part to just give them the topic and expect the same quality. But for writers who aren't at that level yet, you still have, you really need to communicate them. And if not, you sometimes have to handhold them with the tasks. So it's really up to you on how you want the kind of writer that you want to hire. So there are pros and cons. Obviously, skilled writers, experts, they cost more, but they, you don't have to teach them to have to, you don't have to spend time to talk about the every detail of the article that you want them to write. Whereas uh, beginners or intermediates, they're cheaper. They uh, they don't uh, they don't demand much in terms of money, but you'll have to really guide them through the way um, in terms of writing, not only writing but probably research, SEO, and other stuff. So those are the things mm -hmm. that you have to consider. Nice, nice. Okay, Chris, uh, let's talk about common mistakes. Can you list mistakes that companies or writers still do uh, by creating uh, great content uh, that 
become not great like <laughs> mediocre content and uh, how to find a much better way okay so i think on the top of my head one of the most common mistakes that writers make uh, as far as uh, being writers for clients are concerned is that they uh, depend too much on what the client wants uh, they'll just write content based on what the clients think or sorry um they write content what they think they think the client wants, if that makes sense. So they don't mm -hmm. really think about whether or not the client will write will like the content that they will produce as long as they think that it's okay for them to write this and it's acceptable for them. They make the mistake that the clients would like it too. So uh, that's one of the mistakes. Uh, they don't really go above and beyond the Call of Duty in terms of uh, writing the best content possible because, again, you're writing for an audience. It's not your audience. It's for your client's audience. So you have to set your standards based on what the client wants. It's not on what you want. So that's the biggest mistake and most writers make uh, in terms of that. So, and as far as uh, on, the other, on, the, on the flip side, what some organizations or agencies uh, make mistake when uh, hiring writers, in my opinion, is that uh, they base it so much on pricing as well. So some some clients, in my experience, uh, they they're I've encountered people uh, clients who are scope creeps, meaning they ask you to write something, and then once you've written then written the the article based on their specifications, they will add more things to it, so it becomes. It becomes a back and forth with the writers uh, and the clients and until the, it, it reaches a point where it's a different article altogether with added tasks that wasn't originally part of the uh, the agreement. So mm -hmm. I guess uh, it's uh, it's not in terms of in that in that case in that mistake. Some clients need to really understand what they want first before they hire writers before they uh, assign tasks to those writers. So. They have to understand what they want to achieve with the content, what they will do with the content once they receive it, and what their goals are. So by having these certain uh, uh, expectations from the writers and the content that they produce, they'll be able to eliminate the back and forth, eliminate this, uh, the additional tasks that they want done. So from there, it'll be easy sailing. Supposed to be. It's, that's supposed to be the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, got it. You know... Uh... You unhided my secret. You know, <laughs> I never, never, never check out or ask about the price before uh, checking portfolio. So if I see writers can write about my topic, if I see previous results, then only I can ask about the price because uh, uh, I don't care about uh, low or medium price. I care about quality. And uh, experts and people who can write quality content will never write for cheap price, you know. Uh, but uh, you don't need to, I mean, like to order a lot of text uh, because quality is key. Uh, it's better quality than quantity. So if you have no big budget, ask less, you know, just a few copies, uh, not a hundred copies, but you can get quality stuff. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And you no, know, uh, I like this comment from uh, Palavi Verma. I think content writing is uh, of the best things ever. I completely agree yeah. with that. 
if you love it, you know, it's important exactly. to love it. I think any niche, uh, if you hate writing, don't do it, film videos, create other mm -hmm. content, uh, but you need to love writing. And uh, Palavi uh, remind me one book, uh, uh, when the author uh, shared a story, when he got uh, email from another book author who uh, asked for advice and he asked, you know, uh, I, uh, he couldn't get results for a long time. Uh, he published a few books, but nobody uh, bought these books, uh, just a few uh, random sales. And he asked uh, what to do because uh, all other writers just tell about perseverance. Uh, but he, he was suffering a lot and she replied to him, leave it. Forget about writing. It's not for you. Because, you know, if you are suffering to write texts, then it's not your direction. You don't need to suffer. You need to enjoy the process. Uh, just find something else. Uh, if you uh, write and nobody cares, keep writing. Keep improving your skills. Uh, you'll get results. Uh, even if you do something wrong for five years, it doesn't mean that you can't win in writing. Many great offers couldn't get uh, recognition for a long time. But they never give up, just write, improve skills, update, research, and results will come. Yeah, so exactly. I completely agree. It's the best things if you love it. <laughs> if you don't love it, find another format, many great formats like audio podcasts, video, many great formats, design. Okay, uh, and I have, uh, Chris, the question to you about uh, your experience. Let's imagine you started today from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills. What will you do to learn about writing? Let's say I don't have any experience, but I do want to become a writer. Yeah. Uh, it really, I have to start from the very beginning. Like uh, I want to determine first what I, what kind of content I would want to write, what kind of topics I want to cover with my content and how I plan to do that. So from there I'll be, able to uh I'll, I'll first find research materials for for the kind of writer that i want to be so for example if i want to write about seo i'll go to the popular i'll search google for popular seo people to follow and then learn from them absorb as much as information as, as i can from those people learn their ways if possible talk to them reach out to them email them even leave comments in their blogs uh I I want I want myself to be uh, immersed into this uh, into the industry that I want to write for, and at the same time I need to also establish a blog. So it's important to have a blog as a writer because from there you'll be able to test a lot of things. You have, you can make mistakes even. That's the most important thing. From making mistakes, you'll be able to learn more. You'll be able to make corrections. You'll be able to establish your writing uh, systems, processes, and patterns. And from there, you'll be able to build a process that will help you attract clients eventually. And in order for you to do that, you'll be, you should also be able to create content that ranks from your blog. So I guess it's also important to have a, a blog that is ranking on Google for the topic that you want to write about, because it is from there that people will be able to see you're, you're an authority, you're an expert in this topic. And from the research that you've done previously from the very start, it also... Uh, comes full circle in the sense that the content that you're writing about is read by a lot of people and that Google loves it. So from there, you'll be able to also attract clients as a result. They'll be able to reach out to you from the sample works that you've written 
and from there uh it doesn't stop from there even if you have more clients you, you need to keep learning because every industry out there is always evolving so you have to keep in touch with the same people that you uh research in the beginning but also find other people that you can learn from so from there is it's again it's an uh, it's an ever evolving process so you also need to also keep writing on your blog or write other things in your blog target other topics whatever you want so as long as you're growing as long as you're getting more clients as long as you're earning more and as a, at most importantly as long as you're having fun although sometimes writing will have its uh, dull moments it'll have, it'll have its lulls but uh, in general it, you should enjoy the, the entire thing that content writing brings to you so from there once you have all those things uh, i don't think nothing else can stop you yeah yeah i completely agree about fun if you have no fun, leave it, <laughs> you know, because, uh, you know, uh, I, I, 70% of people hate their jobs because they have no fun. You know, for me, I can work on Saturday, on Sunday, uh, in the evening, uh, in night because I love it. You know, I enjoy the process. But if you hate it, find something else. It's not only about money that you can get in the short run, uh, in the exactly. long run if you update your skills uh, results will come uh love it chris and my final question about the future you know today uh the era of ai uh, has begun you know but uh it doesn't mean that it, it stopped yeah uh, i think ai will uh, develop uh, and probably will replace more and more writers so your prediction forecast about the future. What kind of future will be in writing niche if AI will replace more and more writers uh, in the future? Well, I'd like to first touch upon what you said about AI replacing writers because the beginning of the year, ChatGTP uh, was popular. A lot of people are using it. Lots of hype. Lots of marketers talking about how great it is. And as a result, some of the writers, including myself, lost a lot of jobs, lost lots of clients along the way, which is natural in this case because, again, uh, digital marketing or the digital age, a lot, lots of moving parts, lots of technologies and trends coming up. So it's, I guess, uh, some of us writers became a casualty of that at the beginning. But the most important thing is that eventually when ChatGTP mellowed out, uh, in my experience, I was able to attract more clients again. I think uh, when the hype died down, everybody realized eventually that even though ChatGTP uh, AI trends were very are very good and still are very helpful even for even for writers, you cannot replace expertise. You cannot replace knowledge, uh, real life experience or firsthand experience that uh, some of the content writers are able to deliver to clients. So as part as my prediction, AI will still be there. AI will keep getting better, but it will only get better if there are good writers that can uh, get ideas from. Because we all know that AI only draws inspiration or draws ideas from existing texts online. So without those things, without writers who are really good at their jobs, uh, AI won't, uh, won't be able to survive. So it's a symbiotic relationship that 
will uh, benefit both in fact from the lo- in the long run mm-hmm. yeah awesome awesome yeah i agree uh chris it's a big pleasure to get on my show to learn from you uh tell our audience the best way how to keep learning from you how to follow you how to cooperate with you yeah so uh you can reach out to me on twitter i sometimes uh, that's my best way of uh reaching out to me so it's my handle is Christopher John B. So in my name, but just B for, for the last part. So, and also I have a website, ChristopherJohnB.com. You can also read some of my blog posts there. Uh, you can also learn about my services, my writing services, or you can just chat or send me uh, an email. Just say hi. That'll be fine too. And thank hi. you, Anatoly, for this opportunity. Uh, I really enjoyed talking to you and talking about uh, content writing. Yeah, that was fun and valuable. Uh, I love all your tips. Very great points. And uh, it's a big pleasure that you found time uh, in night. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, thanks a lot. Uh, guys, you need to follow Chris on Twitter. I'll submit to link to webs- to the website and Twitter account as well in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. And thanks a lot for uh, learning with us. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.